0: Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show.
1: Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors, your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders
0: and Rob Pratula. That would be us, wouldn't it? That would be. Good morning, everybody. Tony Sanders Outdoors. This is live. From the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. Right here. In so something happened. Am I still on? I'm kidding. It's like I'm messing with Taylor. How's everybody? How are you, man? Doing well. Doing well, sir. We missed you last week. Thank you, sir. Thank you.
1: I was doing my civic duty and uh, serving on a jury. <laughs> on a Saturday? I was sequestered for six days. For real?
0: Mm-hmm. During hmm the water process
1: Boy, of downtown. I bet, I bet yeah.
2: your family appreciated that a lot.
0: Deborah was
1: not happy. It was yet. like a vacation. Well, no. It was like a vacation. If you, if you can only bring books, you're confined to your room. You can't leave your room. You have no television, which, you know, I understand. They don't want us to gather information. And we have no uh, computer access. I got that. We have no phones. Got that, too. There's no phones in the room. Got that, too. But they also took the alarm clocks because apparently they were clock radio alarm clocks. So we had no way of knowing what time it was unless you had a watch on, which I did. But my watch doesn't have an alarm, so that didn't help me for the 630 wake-up call every morning by a large deputy sheriff.
0: He has whined about the alarm clock since he got it, uh, paroled.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say... I mean, it seems like that would incline people to find somebody guilty, whether mm-hmm. they were or not.
1: Well, the <laughs> sequestering did not... It was not... It, yeah, that, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to speak on our legal system on that, but uh, with the water crisis, I thought I uh, solved the problem rather well, I thought. Uh, we had a little refrigerator, and w- one morning I woke up and... Uh, you know, when you sleep on a pillow and you got short hair, you get what I call rabid squirrel hair in the morning where it's going east, west, north, south and every way, but which way you want it. So you hop into the shower in the morning and wet your hair down and then give it a good comb. Well, there's no water to do so. <laughs> but there was a refrigerator with an ice maker and a microwave, so I made water. <laughs> and I came out looking, pressed, dressed, and everything. Everybody looked at me like, how did you get water? I was like, there's ice and there's a microwave. Uh, do I need your to draw job. a picture? <laughs> They were like, "That's a great idea." I'm like,
2: "Survival skills." Yeah, there
1: you go.
0: (laughs) That other voice you hear is none other than Captain Richard Sims. Hello,
2: Richard. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I I tell everybody that I don't, I don't ever get up this time of morning unless I'm going to catch or kill something. Right. So y'all better mind your p's and q's.
0: (laughs) Did did you? Did he get through the metal detector when he came in? No, I don't
2: believe he (laughs) did. Do not believe he did. <laughs>
0: no, I understand you don't get up for for radio very often, but we are glad you do it occasionally.
2: Hmm. So I how, appreciate being here. How is the fishing? Uh, you know, I mean, the fishing's been okay. You know, we we always seems to, you know, late late summer, early fall, we always seem to kind of go through a slow period, and uh, you know, I mean, we're catching fish. There's no doubt about that. I'm catching catfish, and my bass guides are catching bass, you know. But it's it's been a little bit of work here lately, you know. I mean, and people want to know, always want to know what that means. I mean, our bass guides been working hard on a half-day trip catching five to ten bass, give or take. You know, I've been catching, you know, on average, you know, ten to fifteen good catfish right. you know in a morning trip and on a good day we might catch 20 25 and uh which is nothing wrong with that but it's, it's been a little bit of work as it starts cooling off we expect things to loosen up and get better so
0: i gotta ask you about the monster that was pulled out of the water last week over in miss in mississippi river that's a big fish
2: oh yeah i know it. everybody was all excited about that one because apparently the uh tournament scales weighed a little bit different from the certified, uh, certified scales. So, uh, yeah, everybody was buzzing, thought we might have a new state record, uh, coming out, but it, it didn't quite measure up, but no doubt is a fish for lifetimes, whatever cat fishermen dreams of every cat fisherman in the world dreams of that infamous triple digit fish. And that was a triple-digit fish, even
0: at uh, what, 106, and is that what the certified? Is? Uh, 109, 109, so mm-hmm. okay.
2: 109, in ounces.
0: That's um, that's a that's a that's a cool fish. That's oh. a
2: awesome. Yeah, that's I know. Awesome. And and the Mississippi River, I tell you what, I tell everybody all the time that you know, I mean, we we'll kick their butt on numbers, but if you want the chance of breaking a state record, right. Mississippi River is a good place to do it. Now, it can happen someday anywhere. Of course, you know, I mean, some of our state records are out of Fort Loudon Lake on the Tennessee River. And I know some triple-digit fish come out of the Cumberland River. But day in, day out, right now, I hear about more of those, you know, 80, 90, near 100-pounders coming out of the Mississippi than anywhere.
0: So what's the biggest fish you've ever pulled in
2: here? in your
0: in your business
2: uh, the biggest one to ever come in my boat was actually caught by one of your former peers on the wildlife commission mr bill swan uh, caught a 77 pound okay blue uh I had a 75 pounder uh caught july 1st this year um uh, had had quite a few in the 70 pound right. class 70 pound plus i'm still trying to you know, break that eighty pound mark or the hundred pound mark. But uh well, no, the hundred
0: pound would be kind of awesome. Yeah, and be real awesome. Are there any hundred pounders in here you think?
2: I have personally laid eyes on three hundred pound plus fish in my life out of our area waters. Okay. Uh, one of them caught by a troutliner. It was a bona fide one twenty five. Uh and uh I've seen one that was probably a new state record, but the guy didn't go through the process of claiming it, helped him land it blow Chickamauga Dam. He just waited on deer scales. On deer scales, he said it was 116. And I know another person who caught a 110, uh, you know, that I know of firsthand. Right. Uh, and that was below Chickmog Dam. So, yeah, they're out there. We- me and all the Guys, I catfish guide with we we all believe that we've probably had hundred pound class fish on the line. Right, we never got to see them, but we feel like we've had them on the line before.
1: You know, that's probably what's breaking me off taking all my flies down below the dam down there. I bet it is.
2: Yeah, especially if you're fishing a little dry. Yeah, little sixteen dry flies. Little, little sixteen yeah, dry uh, atoms. Those hundred pound catfish eat up those number sixteen dry flies. I'm telling you. <laughs> get hung in their
1: teeth (laughs) (laughs) they just kind of batted away with a whisker it's like get that out of here
0: well i got uh i got a uh notification of the of the fish when it was first caught and then uh and so i was just kind of wondering how the, the catfish guys really thought about that
2: oh you know i'd say everybody was excited about it you know of course most of us are jealous more than anything else but you know that's True of every fisherman that sees somebody else catch a big fish.
0: <laughs> so, you, do you ever go to the Mississippi to fish? I know you're in here to talk
2: about other stuff too. And, uh, I fished the Mississippi River twice. Okay. Uh, you know, with a fellow guide out there, James Big Cat Patterson. I fished with him and uh, fished with another gentleman over there one time prior to um, this tournament they're having right now right. or just had uh, three years ago, the first year they had it. I went over there and fished with a guy on it. That Mississippi River, ooh, mercy. Man, that's big water. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different ball game catfishing that Mississippi River than it is catfishing around here.
0: How deep is the
2: Mississippi? I I mean you know, deepest and all that, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I know routinely we were fishing seventy five feet of water. Okay. And you know, and and when I fished it years ago, it was during a dry period, kind of like we've been having, you know, we were drifting, you know, two and a half miles an hour, and the guy was complaining about how low the water was. Uh, you <laughs> you know, know, it's like a mile
1: across. Yeah,
2: and, and we might fish 75 feet of water around here, but it's very unusual, and that's our extreme deep places, uh, and uh, over there, that's just kind of real standard procedure.
0: It is, I guess that would be different. Trying to figure out the difference in fishing. Do you use? Do they use bigger boats over there?
2: Yeah, uh-huh. Big, bigger boats, bigger runs. Uh, you know, you don't get on that Mississippi River unless you know what you're doing. You know, right? It's a
1: they got all kinds of currents in there that will turn you sideways, backwards, forwards, and kick you upstream in some of those eddies.
2: Yeah, and, you know, and the current's not that big a deal on any kind of boat if you know how to operate. What you got to worry about is weather, you know. Mm. You get that bad weather, you know. You get a 25-mile-an-hour wind out of the south running against that, you know, uh, current. And you build some monster standing waves out there in that river. That's what'll get you anywhere.
0: I've seen some, uh, I've seen some smaller boats struggling against that a few mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. over there. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> never something I really had a great desire to do. It,
2: it always tickles me. Of course, everybody in the world knows Bill Dance and all of that, and his bass fishing fame. And of course, he still does his shows and all that. But when it comes to fun fishing, you know, for the last decade or two. Bill Dance being a cat fisherman, you know, he, he does the bass fishing thing just because he has to do it to make money. Right. But when he's out fishing for fun, he's catfishing.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's been very vocal. I, I sent you a message uh, from the commission meeting about the the keeping one catfish over, uh, what is it, 34 inches? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and <laughs> you, were, you were very adamant that you wanted to keep it that way. And in, in, in he was more so. <laughs> uh, there is probably not a commissioner on the commission that didn't get didn't, lobbied didn't, by Bill this Didn't hear this from him? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's so, good. Good for Bill. Good yeah, for he, Bill. Uh, he definitely takes his catfishing seriously. Uh-huh. He loves it. He loves it. Well, I think when we come back, uh, I want to talk a little bit about, I can't decide, if, I want to talk about your crappie thing, your new crappie gig yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. And then maybe we'll, after that break, we'll go into
2: uh, Argentina, Argentina dove hunting. Yeah. So. Trip of a lifetime. Yeah.
0: I, I wanna, I, I wanna find out what your thoughts are on your because you just was you just published your first or second, you know you just started with crappie. Is it crappie news? Uh, crappie now. Crappie now. Crappie now dot So. Yeah, we'll get into that when we come back. Yeah. yeah. Tony yeah. Center's outdoors. We'll be right back. It's always under construction. Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the
1: only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491
0: and check them out at Beatty's As Tony Sanders Outdoors came on the air, Sportsman's Warehouse has been one of our premier sponsors as they were the first and longest lasting large retailer in our area. They are your one-stop source for hunting and fishing equipment, firearms and supplies, camping, boating, outdoor clothing and so much more. There are two differences about Sportsman's Warehouse, their people, and their support of the conservation efforts that matter to you. No other retailer in our area supports locally like Sportsman's Warehouse. The Great Indoors, for those who love the Great Outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Hanging out with our friend, Captain Richard Sims. Talking a little catfishing to start with. Now we're going to switch gears and go to Crappie. You are now the editor of Crappie Now.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You've been that what now? Yeah. About two months? Is that right?
2: Uh, Nothing say longer? I just submitted uh, my third issue. Okay, that'll be coming out here pretty soon. And uh, but yeah, four months. I was in training for a month or so. And uh, yeah, it's. I mean, of course, I've been freelance writing for since nineteen eighty five. Okay, so. Some of you may have accidentally run across something I've written. And, uh, <laughs> but you know, this came up as an opportunity. The former editor had to retire for health reasons and they contacted me and, uh, I tell everybody real quick, I mean, in the springtime, you know, February, March, and April, I'm a real good crappie fisherman, you know, the other nine months of the year, eh, I'm just kind of so-so said, uh, so I'm, I'm not the best crappie fisherman in the world. I'll be the first to admit that. But I know a lot of people who are. Okay. (laughs) They (laughs) works. You know, so, uh, and uh, so, yeah, it's, you know, it's a national uh, online magazine. And, you know, we try to hit all regions of the country. I've got writers in Oregon and Michigan and Minnesota and Texas and Florida and Alabama and Tennessee and, south carolina and pennsylvania uh you know we we try to cover all across the country and i know a lot of the crappie guys around here have been uh it's been around for about 10 years now and uh uh, from what they tell me they you know get about two million reads a year on the the website so uh, uh, in the crappie network it's it's pretty popular so and it's really interesting being, uh, you know, I'm usually the writer trying to make an editor happy, so it's a weird feeling being the editor and other folks trying to make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of reverse now, isn't uh-huh. it? Yeah, it is.
0: You know, and, and I, not being in this that part of the world business, I don't understand it, but there was a lot of content on the the one I, I've read. You sent out an email at some point, and so I just clicked the link and started reading. Great stuff! I enjoyed it. There was a lot of stuff there. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so you have to read all this stuff as an editor, right?
2: Uh, yeah, read it all, prove it, and yeah, it's been it, it's it's been my biggest challenge is my organizational skills. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still on the learning curve there trying to get it all organized and in the, in the right place with the right pictures at the right time and all of that. So, uh, yeah, uh, it is, I mean, you know, like I say, it's, it's a great magazine if you're a crappie food and it's free. It, it All you got to do, anybody in the world can just click the link crappynow.com, and read it. Anytime time you want, it just like a regular magazine. It comes out once a month, right? You know, comes out owner around the first of every single month. Doesn't cost a dime. It's totally advertising supported, right? And uh, so it doesn't cost readers a dime. You can subscribe, and but the only thing the subscription does is gets you an email notification when a new issue comes out. Okay, you know, you do not have to subscribe in order to read it. You just Click the link read anytime you want. And you can go back and read back issues for years. And uh if you wanna if you wanna learn stuff about crappie fishing, then you've got a got a massive resource sitting right there just waiting on you to click on it.
0: And it is good, it's there's good information, there's no doubt. Um I mean I'm by no means a, a crappie expert. And it was it was it was nice. I mean, I enjoyed reading it. Mm-hmm. so thank you uh, so good 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 for you obviously a testament to your your work mm-hmm. <laughs> people knew your work
2: yeah well somebody somewhere did actually it was the i've got to know of course through my catfish and i got to know that uh, they have a sister magazine called catfish now okay and uh <clears throat> ron presley's the editor of it and ron's been and fished our area and uh i've known and I've written for Catfish now and got to know Ron pretty well. So when the crappie nail position came open, Ron's, you know, kind of told the guys up top, hey, you might want to look at this guy. You know, he he knows the biz a little bit. So he can usually string together one or two words.
0: <laughs> uh, you're too humble. Too humble. <laughs> you're about the only person <clears throat> we've had writing in this area for a long time. Covering well, that horse. That's just
2: state of affairs across the country you know with newspapers in trouble and you know, all sorts of print publications in trouble outdoor writers are you know becoming a outdoor journalist right you know i mean you, yourself included there's not a whole lot i only know of one other one other guy in the state doing a show similar to what y'all are doing <clears throat> larry ray over in memphis and uh yep. There might be others, but I don't know about them. Uh, but yeah, the outdoor journalism field is uh, it's it's struggling. It's struggling.
0: There is uh, one guy in Johnson City that does a show. Uh, don't know anything about it, but he does. He just does a, a show. He does one uh, every yeah. Because uh, our new commissioner from up there, Tommy Woods, was on his show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. But no, it's you know it is it's uh, it is it's it's kind of a shame because I think the quality of a lot of stuff we see online is not nearly what it was before. Now, not not talking about Crappie Now again. I was very impressed with Crappie Now, and I personally prefer to read stuff online. Uh, Just. Just because I can read it any time I want to and I don't have to worry about carrying magazines. Now, when,
2: I, when I go places, visit places, and people try to give me business cards or brochures or pamphlets, I mean, I'll look at them and I say, is this information online? And they're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, well, here, keep your paper. Right. If it's not online, it doesn't exist for me. <laughs> 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 the only
0: the only magazine i'm on I, I i have an exception to that is garden and gun i I, <laughs> I still like to read garden and gun that's a really good magazine that yeah, really is yeah i like to hold that big heavy magazine in my pa- in my hand
2: my son in law who is i mean he he fishes fishes with me and enjoys it not a hunter at all but every time i turn around he sends me a link to something on Gardening Gun, you know. <laughs>
0: I do. I do understand. Um, what's happening? Is anything significant? Any new crappie world information out there? Anything like latest and greatest coming out? Or, you know, you see, you're in the know now. You know stuff before everybody else. Does
2: well, happen. you know, I mean, in some respects, but of course they just had the big show down in Florida, <clears throat> an annual trade show called ICAST, and, uh, you know, the big thing down there, they dubbed it, quote, the year of the trolling motor, you know. I saw that. And, and I mean, gosh, with the trolling motors, and, of course, the depth finders, the fish finding equipment they're coming out with these days. Garmin LiveScope, and where you're literally just sitting there watching a movie, you know, of whatever's swimming around underneath you and the trolling motors they have to – Keep you on top of it or following, uh, follow it. It's just it's just incredible, the technology. As far as the fishing and the fishing techniques, there hadn't been a thing changed in right. 50 years. Right. You know, throwing little jigs and minnows. you know. It's just a matter of knowing where to throw those little jigs and minnows, and that's where the incredible... Depth finders and uh trolling motors are coming out with. People ask me all the time, you oh, know, what kind of boat should I buy? What kind of boat should I buy? And, you know, they, they don't sponsor me. I don't get a dime out of them, but I tell everybody that I don't care what kind of boat you buy, just be sure and put a Minn kota iPilot trolling motor on it, you right. know? And, uh you know, and I don't care if you buy a 12 foot John boat or a 24 foot center console. Put a minkota i pilot trolling motor on it or facsimile thereof uh because it's they're life changers that's all there is you know
0: you know w- what w- did you go down to icast
2: no uh-uh I, I hadn't ever hadn't hadn't ever got anybody that'd pay my way to go, so I haven't ever been. <laughs> Hmm. property now won't pay you to go down there yeah well, yeah they, they they pay me to do my editing but travel <laughs> expenses are non-existent ah <laughs> gotcha <laughs> um I've, have you ever been to
0: icastle
2: i
1: have not i've yeah. always wanted to go but i have not i haven't either yeah
2: same thing with shot show you know yeah, the I, big gun went out in las vegas of course i love going to las vegas for other reasons and uh,
0: yeah would you even get to the shot show if you went to vegas i don't
2: know maybe <laughs> not you know <laughs>
0: the um I've I've always wanted to do both of them, but you know, it's kind of like like you were saying, it's not cheap. Number one, number two, it takes time, and if you got other things going on, it's kind of
2: hard to do it all. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: All right. Well, we're gonna go take a break, and when we come back, and we're gonna start getting into some Argentina,
2: Argentina, Argentina. I'm, I'm still, I'm still, you know, it's been, uh, you know. Well, over a month since I got back, and I'm still running on a little adrenaline high from that trip. (laughs) All right.
0: When we come back, we are headed to Argentina. Sports'
1: warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sports' warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at Sportsman's.com, Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of
0: 153 and Lee Highway. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call. At 423-280-3677 To discuss your advertising needs Tony Sanders Outdoors Your outdoor advertising solution 423-280-3677 It won't be easy You'll think it's strange when It's I Ode try to Argentina to It's what? It's an, an Ode to Argentina Oh What is <laughs> actually in the song? don't cry for me
1: argentina (laughs) i don't know the rest of the words
0: okay it's a little slow getting started speed it up man fast fast forward (laughs) come on producer fast forward (laughs) okay just let it go forever then because it's so quiet (laughs) Ah, well this would be called a radio fail at this point
2: I didn't ever hear him play that when I was in Argentina, for what it's worth. <laughs> I just did what was
1: asked of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, this um, this hunt you went on is uh, is something I have to admit it's on my bucket list.
2: Um, I, I think, I mean, everybody in the world who's a shooter, serious shooter, hunter, you know, has probably at some point in their life, heard about you know oh, going to south america to dove hunt or duck hunt or whatever you know and i was the same way i'd heard about it forever and uh, you know just about a year ago uh, at our chattanooga ducks unlimited banquet last october you know i got to looking at one um they this the outfitter that we went with has a cooperative deal with the national ducks unlimited organization and they donate hundreds of hunts for ducks unlimited to sell all across the country and uh we were looking at it and a couple of us talking about it and it came up for auction and there's a minimum price of twenty one hundred dollars on the auction and that's for four people so okay. five twenty five each okay well nobody bid on it or at least not high enough to hit the minimum reserve. And uh after the banquet, you know, the guy said, Well, you know, this one didn't sell. If we want to buy it for the minimum reserve, we can. And uh we talked about it and said, well, let's do it. What the heck? So I put my five twenty five in early on, but I still wasn't a hundred percent committed to it because I knew quite honestly you know, buying the hunt for five twenty-five at Ducks Unlimited banquet. Now that saved us a thousand dollars from if we'd gone and bought it outright. So you know, it was a thousand-dollar savings. But I still wasn't convinced about going because I knew you got airfare and you know whole lots of other miscellaneous expenses, and I struggled with it for uh, you know several weeks. And, God, it's a lot of money, but you know I'm I mean I'm I'm 64 years old and uh I, I, I it finally came down to you know this is the best opportunity I'm ever going to have in my the rest of my life to do this and if I don't do it the rest of my life I'll regret it and think about it so to heck with it boom I'm gone. All right. you know and uh and after doing it I'd, every dime I spent was Worth every penny. I mean, it was just it, it was just incredible experience. I just can't say enough about it.
0: And uh, my my biggest fear, and it's not just Argentina, it's Africa, it's it's any of those hunts, is I understand that there are add on fees, and I get that. And in your article that you wrote on NewsChannel9 dot com, really details all that, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But I'm always just concerned about: Am I going to be taken for a, a you know a ride by some outfitter and I, I, I get it they've they've been vetted I, I understand all that you just don't know what you're going to get
2: no i yeah i know i mean you know i same concerns you know you never know uh, and uh but you know but what i do know is that ducks unlimited as you said they've spent a whole lot of time vetting it, it's I honestly don't know if it's pronounced David Denies or David Denise, uh, but uh, David, dot com is the outfitter. And Ducks Unlimited has vetted them from top to bottom. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, so, I, I mean, I had a lot of faith in the fact that we were going uh, with a good outfitter. And since then, after talking to lots of other people who have been, they've got hunting lodges all over South America, fishing, they have fishing trips, you know, all sorts of hunting lodges and fishing trips. And after talking to lots of other people and my own experience, I mean, they're first class. That's all there is to it. They're going to take care of you. They're going to take care of you in, in, in a fashion that you would never imagine, you know, I mean... You know, they wait on you hand and foot, whether it's when you're hunting out in the field or back at the lodge or transporting you to and from the airport, you know, they are at your beck and call for whatever you won't need or can imagine.
0: I
1: saw some From some of your pictures, you did not want in the food department, I saw.
2: It. I swear, it's just, you know, the hunting, I mean, I, I sum the hunting up for the hunters and shooters. You know, I can go into all sorts of detailed descriptions of the hunts and everything, but the bottom line was that four of us, in three days of hunting, you hunt three or four hours in the morning, hunt three or four hours in the afternoon, and in three days of hunting, six hunts, four of us fired 5,800 shells. And we, a couple of us were very conservative, you know, Cause we knew we were paying for our ammo, uh, down there. That's one of the big extraneous costs. It's
0: $14 a box. Is that what? Yeah. 14, 14.
2: 1450 a box. And, uh, I, uh, and, and, you know, so a couple of the first two hunts, I was really, I mean, I wasn't shooting a bird unless it was, you know, on top of me. I was, and then afterwards I realized. You know, I had a budget in my head, and after the first couple of hunts, I realized, well, I'm not getting anywhere near my budget. i can let her rip. You know, I don't have to worry about it quite as much as I thought I did. But we shot 5,800 shells between the four of us, and I guarantee you, if we'd wanted to, you know, if we'd been taking those 30- and 40-yard shots that you'd normally take on a dove field here, <laughs> you know, we could have shot 7,000 seven 8000 shells plus
0: now what, what gauge were you using shotgun was
2: uh 20 gauge 20 um you know i, I think at, at our lodge i think that's all they provide is is 20 gauge and it, you might be able to get a 12 gauge but you don't want it or you don't need it i was going to say who uh, and, you know because i mean the shooting you're doing i mean you know i mean and i've never shot it. I was worried about it because I never shot a 20 gauge dove hunting. i okay. always shot a 12 gauge. So I was worried about shooting the 20, but I'm a, I'm a believer now. Yeah, uh,
0: there was a few, uh, there were a few doves to shoot at though, right? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was, it was just, um, it was just amazing. And, and, and for us, they have, it's year round season. There's no limit down there no shell limits you cram as many shells in your gun as possible and uh there's no season there's no limit in argentina dove or vermin you know there's literally millions and millions of them that you know are in farmers crops and all they want is rid of them you know for the article i was interviewing the guy that runs the lodge down there and uh, says You know, government, biologists do any kind of monitoring on the dove. And he's like, no, they don't care. They don't care about dove. They just want rid of them. Because now they care about your hunting license money, but they don't care about dove. They just want, they just soon get rid of all of them. Of course, that's not going to happen. He says, now the lodges, we keep up with it. We watch them. You know, we monitor. We all talk and monitor what we're taking. But government, no. They don't care. They just want rid of them.
0: <laughs> All right, we're going to continue in Argentina when we come back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs, whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, for your outdoor toys. Whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. ladies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are
1: the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Bates have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at batesfertilizer.com.
0: Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. All right. I have to admit, I stopped by and saw our buddy Bill yesterday at Sportsman's Warehouse in Murfreesboro. Uh, That's a cool little store. It's different. Mm -hmm. It's about... Bill's at the Murfreesboro store? Yeah, he's the manager of the store. Okay. Um, It's about a third the size of this one here. It's about 30,000 square feet versus 90,000. Laid out completely different but they've got about as much merchandise in it. It's just the way they've organized it, the way they've done it, it's all different. Uh, and I was I was impressed. It was, I had a great time talking to him. Um, the other thing that was kind of cool, they actually buy used guns there and trade guns. Interesting. And uh, he said there's five stores in their hmm. system now that does that, and they're going to be adding more
2: stores to it.
0: That's um, a good idea. Yeah, you know, hmm. I thought so.
2: Well, the, I mean, the main thing I got to throw in when you're talking about Sportsman's Warehouse is, you know, I mean, obviously they've got good stuff and a whole lot of it, you know, but of all the outdoor retailers around here, there is nobody that comes close to Sportsman's Warehouse to supporting the local outdoor groups and conservation organizations. I mean, it it just amazes me how much they do for, you know, SCI, NRA Foundation, yeah. Ducks Unlimited. I mean they bend over backwards to support the local community and <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna support them just because of that. I, I don't I, I wouldn't care if the prices were higher, which they're not, right. but I'm I don't mind giving them my money because I know in some respect we're getting it back from Absolutely,
0: it. absolutely, there's no doubt. Uh and um uh, and and I you know, I wonder now. Looking back, well they've been here thirteen years, roughly, you know, I don't know if they ever envisioned being as involved as they did when they first started. you know when they first started, they were the only game in town and uh but it's just like you said they they helped so many organizations that's not even counting the the church um wall game dinners and all that stuff that they're involved mm-hmm. in, yeah, just I, you
2: know it's funny when I mean they were the only game in town and want all the other outdoor retailers started showing up and I, I mean, I like them all. Trust me. I have good relationships with all of them. Uh, but you know, I, I wrote stories about, Hmm, I wonder if Morton's warehouse is going to survive against all these big dogs, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and I questioned it I questioned it, but obviously they have, and I have come to figure out that I believe the reason they do, number one, fair and reasonable prices, great location, but I have no doubt that their support of the local outdoor and conservation community weighs heavily on uh, how many people walk through their doors.
0: That I'm I'm very confident in, too, because I, I have more people tell me that. Uh, just what you said. I'm going to support them because of the way they support us. And, and that's fine. Uh, I think that's great. But I do think that gets people in the door. And then when they get in the door, they find out that, you know, hey, they got everything I need and prices are cheap. But check out the Murfreesboro store. Pretty cool. Awesome. All right. for Forever Banquet coming up next Saturday, guys. We need your help on this one. Here come the we'll talk to you later. Get the
2: high Shut up the dog, stare at the water. I'll
0: say wind, hold on your way. don't stop that podcast now that's only one half of the show we'll be right back with the second half of tony sanders outdoors
1: tighten your life vest strap into your tree stand and get ready for the award-winning tony sanders outdoors your source for outdoor information education and entertainment now here are your hosts tony sanders and rob pratula
0: A living, a Welcome back. Hour bed, number two. Tony Centers Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning. So what do we got happening here? This is uh, opening of deer season is next week, right? Correct. Yep. Uh, just got back from the commission meeting. Nothing exciting. Well, that's not. There was uh, a little bit of Excitement around Asian carp and commercial fishermen but we compromise a-
2: Asian carp and CWD are going to provide the majority of the excitement for the next several years I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah
0: the um of course we know we've got a new a new positive county now Tipton County and it is smack on the line uh so it, luckily it's down at the lower end of um the county. But yeah, it's it's in 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 Chuck Yost was doing his presentation and he said and he just said with our efforts towards testing, he said we're going to see a lot more CWD this year. So just be prepared. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to believe it's only been a year. I mean it was December of last year is when
2: they got the first positive, yeah,
0: yeah, and it's just it's you're right, it's kind of consumed, and then Asian carp, uh so the big deal and and I didn't know as much about it as I do now, um commercial fishermen can fish twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, ten months out of the year, two months out of the year during the spawn for crappie. In bass, they are limited on the time that they can fish. I didn't even know that. Um, and so they came. What the time was, and and it may—I don't even know if it's—I I honestly don't know if it's statewide or or just—I think it is. But and it was a it was a long time compromise. Uh, Bill Cox actually came up to the commission meeting and and he had some history because this got passed. I think the first time he was on. Um, which would have been a while ago, but it was a compromise to allow the sport fishermen to get into these bays and sloughs to, to go after the crappie and, uh, and the bass when they were spawning and things like that without the fear of, of catching a net or running over nets or whatever. And so this was put in a long time ago. And so they were asking for more time to fish. And so they wanted something. they wanted uh, I don't remember what it was like 12 hours and 15 minutes, or I don't remember what the time was. And the sports fishermen were sport fishermen were a little against that just because of the timing. And so it just kind of went around and round, and, and, and we ultimately ended up on uh, because we want to fight the Asian Carp, um, 12 hours. Six to six, they can fish, and then the sport fishermen are in there after that. So this allows the sport fishermen to get in there during the, the morning when the spawn's really happening, and and uh, it's got the commercial nets out of the way. And, but I learned a lot. I, I, I got to talking to the commercial guys, and they were talking about, you know, the, you can have a, a top-of-the-water float, floating net, and then you have the ones that are down underneath, and... One guy said he puts all his, he sinks all his to about three feet under the surface because I've never had a, a net run over, hmm. even when they're out. So, it, it again, it's just, a, it was, but it was very interesting, and, and so we ended up getting that resolved. But um, well, that's good. a lot of consternation over that one. Well, it's a complex problem with a lot of moving
1: parts. I mean, you've got commercial people who want the resource, you've got, recreational people who want the resource and then you want everybody who wants part of that resource taken out because they're a non-indigenous species is yep. wreaking havoc so we're, we're
0: we're spending money to supplement mm-hmm. so they're making money and
2: I, i'm gonna go back to the cwd yeah thing make one observation uh that i always think's really important i mean and of course it's got a lot of people worried is it going to spread or how far is it going to spread and all that and you know and i'll be first admit that i'm you know, worry about it a little bit. I don't deer hunt a lot anymore, but, you know, when I do deer hunt, I just want to put meat in the freezer, and now I'm like, eh, do I want to put meat in the freezer now with CWD, you know, wandering around out there. But it's essential to point out there has never, ever, ever been a case of transmission of any kind of CWD, you know, from animal to human. Right. Never. Right. You know, had never happened, you know, so concerns or not, the odds of that occurring, you know, or at this point, zero percent. Sure. And uh, so that takes a little bit of sting out of it. Uh, you know, And they're just erring on the side of caution as far as their. Uh, yeah.
0: We, we respond typically that the Center for Disease Control says not to eat the meat. Uh, but you're right. I mean, it's been in, it's been in, it's been in the wild for since the '50s. It's not like it's it's a new thing. Uh, and but <laughs> it, it
1: it has. I mean, yeah, it's out west for years.
0: Yeah, and so the thing of it is, but I do find interesting. You got the people that are are, are oh God, the sky's falling, our herd's going to die to the people that's like, this is just some kind of scam perpetrated by the the TWRa, (laughs) And there's, that's, that. I mean, we're on those extremes. It's like, okay, whatever. Y'all are stalking rattlesnakes again via helicopter, aren't you? Yeah, black helicopters. Mm -hmm. Hey, Amy Ray, how are you?
3: Good morning. How are you guys? We are having a ball. Thank you. I was calling to add to the discussion that the CWD changes our plan when we cross state lines with our meat and— you have to debone and in de- and process now, and uh, I try to tell all my hunters that are booking hunts out west to be sure and check their state regulations.
0: Oh, absolutely! Now that part is a game changer, um, but yeah, it's
3: costing a lot more money if you drive and you thought you could bring your quarters back in your truck.
0: Well, you just you can bring your quarters without the bones.
3: <laughs> yeah, I have done that. I've had to stop at a processor sure. and use their equipment to right. You cut my meat up and get my choice cuts and let them do a meat exchange for the rest. And Right. Yeah, and that, I was also calling to tell Rob that I caught 12 brook trout in one day.
1: Whoa, where at?
3: In Wyoming on the fly rod.
1: Congratulations.
3: Yeah. So all those lessons paid off.
1: Good deal. Good deal. Congratulations. What, what fly did you catch them on?
3: Um, they didn't have a name for it because the guys made it. Um, it's made out of elk hair and it looked like a little bug to me, like a um, I don't know what the word is. Caddis. Yes. But it wasn't like the ones I'd ever seen before because this guy said, I just make them. Okay. I don't have a name for them. I was like, okay. And, and I don't know if he was well, called not the, telling. Called the <laughs> brook
1: trout killer caddis. There you go.
3: That's what I said. And then we we had one that um, we switched to later that was a large white fly. It was good. Um, But the girls and I, we did a pack trip in Wyoming. We were at South Fork. Okay. Up in the Shoshone. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, we were going for cutthroat and brookies, and I think there was only one cutthroat caught. Hmm. And the rest of it was brookies. But it might have been our location, and it was interesting because one day, everybody caught fish, and the next day, nobody caught fish.
2: They can be fickle. Welcome to fishing. Yeah.
3: I know. it's was like <laughs> the whole thing. And the, welcome when the, One welcome of the guys did say, the barometric pressure changed, the weather changed.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: And that might have affected the fish, and then I said, well, we educated them yesterday. We had six women standing in the water with fly rods everywhere. No,
1: I don't think <laughs> Last time I we was on the
3: scared them away.
1: <laughs> last time I was on the Shoshone, I think I caught two two cutthroats on the Shoshone and about twenty seven whitefish.
3: Oh wow. I don't see any whitefish. We were of course the trips never are sometimes don't go as planned. We right. were supposed to have a four hour horseback ride to camp from the trailhead and the day before the guides called someone was in the spot they wanted and it's first come, first serve. So they had to go pick another spot and so they were like, Um, it's probably gonna be a long horseback ride tomorrow. Y'all okay with that? Like, Yeah, we'll do it. Eight hours. Eight hours mm-hmm. on the horse. <laughs> Camp was a long way from the trailhead.
0: If you're not a if you're not a full time cowboy or cowgirl, that's a long time in the saddle. Yeah.
2: That, that's okay. put,
0: that, that
3: puts, you have no idea.
2: That puts pressure on places you didn't know you had. Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely. I think there was a little bit of uh can you help me get off when we got to camp? <laughs> I'm not sure I can walk.
1: More to the point, can you peel me off this saddle would yeah. probably be it.
3: Yeah, I might need you to hold on. There was a lot of stretching and yoga going on around the campfire that night. <laughs>
0: Well, that definitely sounds like a fun trip
3: it was um it was kind of a last minute thing for me, and I just decided I better just go and oh, good. Uh, met some great women from a group called United women on the fly nice and they're uh started out as a social organization and now I think they're a company and they have thousands of women that they introduce the fly fishing every year and they you can. If you're looking for a friend to fly fish, you can certainly find one on their pages. If you're traveling for business, but you took your fly rod and you say, I see people all the time say, hey, I'm in this area, where do I fish? and They've just done a, you know, it was a great uh, asset, I guess, for women who are trying to learn to fly fish.
1: That's great. That is really great.
3: Now we're switching to hunting
0: gears. Well, are you going? To, are you doing your um, out west elk hunt this
3: year? I am. I'm leaving Saturday in a week or so, and we're going to be in Wyoming first week of October, and we're doing the backcountry horseback bull elk hunt in uh, Boulder Basin, which is out south Fork highway from Cody, between Cody and Jackson, and well- I'll do that for a week, and then I'm not doing the the elk hunt in Colorado. I had not planned on doing that with my dad this year. But right. I, was, I don't know if you guys know I lost my dad in March.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: So that hunt's still going on. All the son-in-laws are going. Right. But I, I didn't want to be gone two weeks and do, sure. and do two elk, so I wasn't planning on that trip this sure. year anyway. And then I'll probably go to... Wyoming at the end of October was she to host the youth hunt.
0: That sounds like fun. Speed goats. Oh,
3: that's my favorite thing to do is to take those kids hunting.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we got to go to a break. Okay. Amy, thank you so much for calling in. and glad to hear you're you having... You take uh,
3: care. Have a good hunting season.
0: You do the same. Call us when you get back from uh, your elk hunt.
3: I'll do it. Thanks, Tony. Right.
0: All right. Bye-bye. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs, whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, for your outdoor toys. Whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Since Tony Sanders Outdoors came on the air, Sportsman's Warehouse has been one of our premier sponsors as they were the first and longest-lasting large retailer in our area. They are your one-stop source for hunting and fishing equipment, firearms and supplies, camping, boating, outdoor clothing, and so much more. There are two differences about Sportsman's Warehouse, their people and their support of the conservation efforts that matter to you. No other retailer in our area supports locally like Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back, Tony Sanders Outdoors. There it goes, yeah. Give us a call, 267-1023, 267-1023, We're having technical issues with our bumps and drops, but that's okay.
1: It's yeah. not due to your producer. No, just no. just had a great idea, and it, well, turned out to be a horrible idea because um, two people not on the same page is just like reading a torn uh, book, and you really can't read a book without a second half in it.
0: Well, I was not going to throw anybody under the bus.
1: I don't mind doing it. When it's not my fault, it's not my fault.
0: <laughs> don't worry about it. He'll throw me under the bus before he
1: throws you under the bus. It's been that way for 13 years. I'm yeah, gonna... it's Rob's fault. Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> now, let's uh, let's go ahead and plug uh, DU. DU's coming up on the 24th. Is that right?
2: Yes, sir. Yes. October 24th. No, that's not
0: right. It is. No, it is right.
2: The, it's a thursday night thursday october 24th i will not be there thursday night i will be at a commission meeting i know i'll be out of town myself which kills me but uh i have to be at outdoor riders conference that week but uh you know the main thing we were talking about argentina dove hunt earlier this year and uh or earlier this show um which, which is, seems like this year. Which is, yeah, incredible. You know, that's where I got my hunt, was at last year's DU banquet. Um, and there there's going to be at least one or two up for auction at this year's banquet. Uh, it's a great deal. You know, if you've ever dreamed of going to Argentina dove hunt, if you can buy one at the reserve price, uh, you'll save $1,000 uh, on your hunt, which roughly equates to saving about... 25 20 or 25 percent of what it would normally cost you but you know the big really big deal right here is that if anybody anybody wants to sponsor and buy an eight person table at the ducks unlimited banquet this year you will automatically have the opportunity to just buy the four person argentina dove hunt at the reserve price with no auction you don't have to bid about anybody if you buy an eight-man table for Mm -hmm. the ducks unlimited you have you'll be given the opportunity to just buy this argentina dove hunt outright no questions asked at the minimum reserve price well that's a sweet deal yeah i mean you know for those folks buying tables it's uh it's an awesome deal. Of course, if you, if you buy the upper level tables, there's all sorts of other perks that go along with them. You know, you may get a gun or, you know, there's a ton of perks that are always available. Um, you want to learn more about it, go to uh, chattanoogadu.org. Uh, and that's the ticket sales web page and you can look up all the details on different tables and all that kind of stuff but the main thing we want to get out there is that if you buy a table you have the chance to buy that argentina dove hunt for 2100 dollars which comes down to 525 dollars per person which again will save each individual about a thousand dollars uh on the hunt so if you've ever dreamed of doing it now it's time to do it. It's a, and you won't regret it. I promise. I personally, I personally guarantee, you will not regret it. Let me uh, let me see your book while
0: we're talking about this. So, how do people get the tickets to the Du banquet? Uh,
2: that website I just named. Oh, okay. <laughs> <yeah>, org. <Chattanoogadu.org. laughs> I'm that, sorry, I wouldn't paying attention. <laughs> that's, that's the ticket sales website that uh, has all the details on the different sponsor packages, table packages, or individual tickets, or whatever, uh, you know. Uh, I don't know if it's posted on there yet. Of course, we're going to have an early bird deal where if you buy your tickets by a certain date, you'll be put in for a drawing for a particular gun. Uh got some great guns this year. We were we were over at our warehouse uh one night this week doing inventory on all the stuff we've had shipped in for this banquet and, whew, that little warehouse storage area was full. It was full of stuff. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a good one. Of course it's October twenty fourth. Uh doors open at five o'clock at Camp Jordan Arena. In East Ridge. Of course, the fine city of East Ridge now allows alcohol sales. So right. you'll be able to get you an adult beverage uh, while you're there this year again. Uh, dinner's uh, going to be catered by Stir. Uh, very nice. They did it last year, and we've never heard such rave reviews about the food. It was good. It was very
1: good. It yeah. was very good. Are you going this year?
2: I uh, don't know. I might. You have to since Tony's not going to be there. You got to have a a representative from a Tony, Tony Sanders, Sanders outdoors.
1: outdoors, that outdoors I very well may be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I might. I was going to think about trying to make it down to Siopa, but I probably go on to Ducks Unlimited closer.
2: <laughs> oh, I forgot about that.
1: And better yeah. food.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well,
2: yeah. Oxford's not a
1: bad drive. Though. Yeah, been there. <laughs> been there, done that. But well,
0: we'll have to work on logistics. Yeah.
1: Uh, also coming up on the eighth of November, mark your calendars for the eighth of November. The fly fishing film tour is coming back into town. It's going to be at the Camp House, which is 149 East MLK. Are you the host again? I am the MC again, and uh, the I, I again was not asked. You weren't at the meeting.
0: I didn't know about it. I was doing that, I was doing commission stuff.
1: I know you were out. Of, you were doing commission stuff while I was handling trout stuff. Oh so. no,
0: no. Get Richard. The first year they were here. Rob and I co-hosted, co-emceed the event, right? I had surgery the next year, so I just had my knees replaced like a week and a half or two weeks before. So,
1: Yeah, it was really close Up to Up and it.
0: down the stage was not. But I did go, and, and Rob was the MC. and I've never been asked to Never been asked. They, they, <laughs> they
2: decided he, it was better as a one-man act. Yeah, he, he, they did, <laughs> and he
0: does a great job with it. Thank you. Um, but, it, yeah, it does kind of rattle me a little <laughs>
2: Anyway,
1: that's coming up on the 8th is the fly fishing filter. And please, 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 don't forget about this month on the 28th, the Quail Forever Banquet's going to be out at Highland Sportsman's Club. Doors open at 5. We could really, really use your support for starting up our Quail Forever chapter here in our area.
0: Now, I got one question for you. I read the article. uh, I lived vicariously through your hunt in Argentina. Why would you not let the little gun boys load your gun for you because i saw the video of, of it might have been sean holding his gun up and the guy's just slamming shells and you chose to do it on your own
2: i, I don't know i just like to be in control of my own gun at all times i don't know it's just ingrained in me it you know well
0: it didn't look like he wasn't in control of the gun he just held up the bottom oh of the no guy's yeah slamming. no
2: no they held their own guns and 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 of course the main reason they do that the biggest reason they do it is because uh, you're loading so many shells that, I mean, it, it's kind of like bass thumb. You land yeah. so many bass in a day, your thumb ends right. up, you know, raw. And it's the same thing. When you load a gun five, 600 times a day, you get some serious raw thumb. So that's really the main reason they do it. I had a good pair of gloves. I was told beforehand, hey, you want gloves. Number one, barrels get hot. Right. You know, number two, loading shells, et cetera. And I don't know. I just felt more comfortable to do it. it. It drove my guy, my bird boy, crazy, you know. Because he wouldn't let you? Yeah, because ah. you know, I wouldn't let him. And, uh, you know, it, it drove him crazy. But, uh, you know, but those guys are, man, I tell you what, they work so hard for you to, you know, take care of you in the field. Ross and I were standing there one afternoon where they set us up in the field, and we were facing west. You know, um, and it was a warm afternoon. It was in the high sixties. Uh, you know, and oh, we were,
0: I, I was noticing the the, <laughs> yeah. the warmer
2: weather. Yeah, and uh, it was thirties in the in the thirties in the mornings, and uh, but we were facing west. Ross made the comments, oh, that sun's gonna be rough." Next thing we knew, our two bird boys were in the woods back behind us with machetes cutting down 30-foot eucalyptus trees, which they hauled out there in front of us and planted in the ground to provide me and Ross with shade for the afternoon. (laughs) That is
1: service right there. I don't care who you are. That is customer service. (laughs) Yeah.
2: That
0: that is... uh... (laughs) <laughs> okay it sounds like a nice place
2: i oh, mean i tell you what it's just. So, same thing. we talk about the hunting and that incredible amount of shooting you do but the food oh my gosh i mean five-star chefs you know you get up in the morning wake up call you know or no wake up call you get up and they serve breakfast at seven o'clock you order off a menu you know and uh you eat breakfast at seven o'clock you load up in the van to go out hunting at eight o'clock it's it's rarely, you know, most of the places we went were a 15-minute drive. Right. You know, one time we may have driven 30 or 40 minutes to get to a hunting place. And, uh, you know, but it's, it's and then lunch in the field is just, after lunch, all the bird boys put up hammocks, hang up hammocks in the trees right. for all the hunters to take an afternoon siesta in the hammocks. I got to go do this. Yeah, I
0: do. (laughs) All right, we're going to. I'm going to go dream about uh, hunting in Argentina and then we'll be right back.
1: (laughs) Sports' Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sports' Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at Sportsman's.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Bates Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Bates has years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Baby Fertilizer 472-5491. 472-5491 and check them out at Beatty's Fertilizer.com. All
0: right. We're headed back to Argentina. I want to talk a little bit more about Argentina. So, all in you were in was how was the what was the total number? 40 um,
2: All in uh, what I had to spend was $4200. That's airfare, gun rental, shells, uh, you know, what they call transportation and land fees, hunting licenses, uh, you know, my 525 for the hunt itself. Um, And, you know, and again, but that was because we bought it through the Ducks Unlimited banquet, that was $1,000 less than it would have been. And uh, I worried about it. I'm not a man of means by any means, and my, my wife was not thrilled about this adventure. Uh, but uh, I just knew it was it was an opportunity that I'd regret the rest of my life if I didn't take advantage of it. And, uh, and now I don't regret it a bit. And the only question now is if or when I get to do it again.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Two years? You want to do You gonna try it then? We'll go.
2: You buy a hunt and you need to, another person. Then I'd be honored for you to ask me.
0: Well, I'm no. See, now I'll do a little bit different. I'll go in with my four guys ready to go. Okay. So we know who it is. you won't do what we did. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I I think a lot. I've, I've done that. I've actually bought a hunt or a fishing or something where we didn't. It was just it was one of those at an auction and It was like, oh man, we got to do this. This is too cheap. And then you do it knowing that if you don't find anybody it's still cheap at what you're doing right so yeah. but yeah but no i i think that would be fun to go down there and, and i've always wanted to do that now were anybody shooting over and unders, or is everybody shooting? Uh, yeah semi-os? no
2: there there was a couple of guys i saw shooting over and unders yeah uh when we were at the lodge uh there were four other guys there from south carolina okay uh and and i know i know one of them was shooting an over and under so yeah they've got over and unders uh, definitely uh you know, I and of course I shoot a, over and under a lot here, and uh, but I guarantee you, if I'd been shooting an over and under, I'd been frustrating because I mean one afternoon I stood there, and of course you can load five shells. I would load five shells. I would put the gun on my shoulder and I would fire all five shells. Reload my gun with five shells. Put it on my shoulder. Shoot all five shells. Reload five. Shoot all five. Reload five. Shoot all five, and I did that. I swear, nonstop for thirty minutes. Nonstop for thirty minutes. I was loading five, shooting five, loading five, shooting five. It, it was it was just crazy. It was just crazy. And and most of these were, you know, flocks of thirty, forty birds. Every time I was sitting there shooting, I mean.
0: <laughs> now, did they? Um... Did they feed you dove?
2: Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, we had dove. Uh you know, pictures on the website and that I've got, you know, the field lunches they prefer <clears throat> prepare, they grill ribs, dove, pork, sausage, you know, um I mean, the cooks, the meals were just incredible. I mean, just uh, I, it was just amazing, you know, you you felt like you were in a five-star restaurant every time you sat down. Uh, some of the photographs uh, that uh, Rob's sitting here looking at on the story I wrote, uh, one day we had a professional photographer go out with us. I don't know if they do that on every hunt or not. I, I think they do. Okay. I think it's just a guy down there running a the side business. And uh, and this professional fi- uh, photographer spends the entire day with you shooting photographs. Uh, and then the next night you go into the lodge and they've got a custom photo album prepared for every individual. A lot of them are the same pictures right. in everybody's, but everybody's custom photo album has individual pictures of you, customized right. just for you. And I expected to go in there and the guy have a bunch of, you know, like buying a pictures at the fair when you rode the roller coaster. Right. No, well, you know, you saw this photo album. And you know it cost 150 bucks, but I mean once you saw it, you're like, oh god, I gotta have that. Oh I mean, yeah, it's just you know it's a work of art. That is nice. Yeah, it's a work of art and something you'll carry with you and lay on your coffee table as a conversation piece for the rest of your life. It was uh, like I say, just everything they do is first class. Of course, it's open bar anytime you're at the anytime you're at the lodge. It's an open bar. Right. whatever, whatever you want. Uh, you know, I bought a bottle of jack daniels in the airport going in there because i didn't know if they'd have my jack and they did I bet. yeah uh, that was a stupid thing to do <laughs> and, you know, i ended up donating them a bottle of jack and then uh, <laughs> you know which was fine but uh you know big fire pit outside uh in the evenings it was down in the 40s and 50s big huge fire pit outside you know to gather around the fire pit you know after your visit After a five-star dinner and your visit to the open bar and hang out at the fire pit in the evenings. and It's just, i say. And they're actually expanding the lodge. The lodge we were in, Cordoba, uh, houses 10 people. uh, But they were building a new addition to it, and they're going to expand it to be able to house 16. uh, And they said that is... That expansion is occurring specifically because of their relationship with Ducks Unlimited. They're selling so many of these hunts through Ducks Unlimited that they're having to having to expand to accommodate them.
1: I hate it for them. <laughs> I'm looking at some of the food on the photos, and it, the food looks amazing. The accommodations are outstanding. They're, the the, f- the oh, skies wow. are black with dove. There,
0: wait, wait, there's the thorns, though.
1: Yeah, it looks like a locust tree, kind of. With those thorns that are about what what, yeah. eighteen inches long. Yeah. Everything
2: <laughs> down there had thorns.
1: <laughs> uh, oh my gosh.
0: Oh that's well, a pop- go back go back to that. Go back up. So they like provide you a
2: Yeah. I didn't ever wear one. I didn't have to wear one, but about everybody else, they give you these super duper fancy leather shoulder pads to protect your shoulder. <laughs> uh and uh you, you manned up and just did it on your own. Yeah. I knew no stinking shoulder pad. It's a twenty only. Come on.
1: Yeah, but if you shoot what eight hundred times a day, that's that, that's <laughs> gonna add up. No offense, but that's like you know. <laughs> I'm just looking at something. Oh, oh. Ho, ho look at that steak! You can tell I'm hungry this morning. Good guy, look at the birds there. There's some barbecue in the lobby still from. Uh, that's what I was eating this morning when you first guys when you guys first came in. It's that's not barbecue. quite the same as what we're looking at here. Well, true. I mean, but it's food all right.
0: Richard, we'll 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 talk about it. we we'll, I I want to go. I want to do it. I'll, I may have to save my money for a, a
2: couple of years, but
1: well, you're a wing shooter anyway, so this is right down your alley. Well, and
2: that's that's one thing I should mention. If you buy one of these hunts at Ducks Unlimited, uh, you have two years okay. to take it. It's not like you got to buy it and go right away. You have two years, and again, seasons, basically, basically I do dove, dove hunts ten months out of the year. Uh, and uh, and you've got two years to take it, so you don't have to be in a big hurry. Is that a trout stream? That one is not. I ask about that specifically, and he says no. This one's this one's warm water, but if we went about sixty miles east, then uh, yeah, they do some. They'll try to go They'll try to upsell you. There is no back. Yeah. Okay. They'll try to upsell you because they do Dorado. Ooh.
1: I, that's on my bucket list now well, all right
2: they have dorado trips and uh massive brown trout trips red stag hunt red stags mm-hmm. down in patagonia
0: all right i'm i'm I- Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Baties fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to
1: call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Baby's has years of local knowledge, and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer 472-5491 472-5491 and check them out at com. Do you
0: a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Well, we're back. We're wrapping it up. We're done. Almost. Richard, thank you so much for coming in.
2: God, every time I'm here, it just amazes me how fast two hours goes by. You know, it just, it's just like it's grief. I must have flap my gums a whole lot more than I think I do.
0: Well, you are a good guest because you're one of, you know, we've had those where you ask a, this really, you know, kind of detailed question and you get, yeah, it's like, wait a minute, I got two hours to fill up here. <laughs> you, on the other hand, you just kind of throw a little softball up there and you run with it and, and you're a great storyteller. I mean, not only writing, but verbally as well. So that comes, I think, probably from your, your photo, uh, video journalism background as well so
2: does storyteller equate to liar no no I raconteur
0: <laughs> storyteller raconteur
1: i like that one better
0: could go either way could be true
1: could be false it's
2: a story but no never let the facts get in the way of a good, good story. story
0: yep <laughs> i do and i do enjoy when you come in it's it's rare that we get you to come in uh and probably once a year maybe uh, but I do enjoy it when you come in because you you are a, a good show. I, I'm is. I'm
2: listening most of the time as I'm putting my boat in the water on a fishing guide right. trip. I'm listening. It drives me crazy when you start talking about something I want to call in, and I got clients standing <laughs> there waiting on me. I'm like oh god, I don't want to call. <laughs> so they can they can pick up your your
0: Argentina dove hunt at uh, the Du Banquet coming up on the 24th. Their website to go purchase tickets is what again?
2: Chattanooga
0: du dotorg banquet's the 24th at Camp Jordan arena you don't want to miss it it's a good time I hate I am going to miss it but you don't want to miss it because it is actually a, a, a really good time to be there and don't forget guys we got we're, we're quell forever're we're, we're starting the chapter up here again in Chattanooga uh, our first banquet is going to be a small banquet it's going to be next Saturday at Highland Sportsman Club and I'd love to have you come to that and if you want more information. Call me, 423-280-3677, 423-280-3677, and we will get you hooked up. Richard, thanks again, man. And, hey, your real live job, City City Fishing, they they can book you by going to sceniccityfishing.com, is that right
2: yeah we sit out there fishing I'll tell you lots of stories then. Yeah. <laughs> you mm-hmm. will not be I don't charge extra for them either you yeah. don't charge for no uh, uh, they they come with the fishing deal and
1: most are true
2: maybe <laughs> <laughs> most most
1: I, I said most I know, I know Rob anything this week uh not a lot going on I'm gonna tie some flies this weekend I can tell you that for sure
0: wow that's exciting well yeah for this for me well, you should have taken that down when I, they were I know. In, I was in the jury system.
1: I know. I was so upset. I I brought books and I thought, okay, I got to entertain myself. So I grabbed like eight books and like all of them were outdoor fishing, hunting books. Anyway, but and I'd read them all. But I was sitting there thinking, I should have brought a vice.
0: There you go. All right, this show is done. Richard,
2: thanks again, man. Thank you. Enjoy it mm. always.
0: Look forward to uh, to more of your stories and check out.
2: CrappieNow, right, dot .com, CrappieNow.com? CrappieNow.com, dot ScenicCityFishing.com. All right. I'm not hard to find. We're out of here.
0: See you next week. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.